Hello, guys. Welcome. It is Monday night. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Todd Ansich. This is Behind the Bunker, our weekly paintball podcast. We are streaming to you live tonight on Facebook, YouTube, and the Twitch. So if you guys uh, are looking for us, that's where you can find us. If you don't want to sit through our show, it's a little. It's uh, usually about an hour. You can download us as a podcast, as most of you guys are listening right now, and that's available anywhere. If you can think of uh, anywhere you think of a podcast, you can find us. Right now, we're being featured on Amazon, but uh, you can get it on Spotify, anything like that. Once again, my name is Todd Ansich, but it's not just me. It's also uh, the Joe Kimson Show. Hey, greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. We are live. It's Monday night here at uh, Behind the Bunker. We will give you a paintball show, a post-paintball extravaganza show. So we'll uh, talk more about that to follow. No microwave cookery classes tonight. Um, no pottery. No dancing lessons. So Gavin Sharma's back. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, no pottery, but there's a whole lot of pot, so uh, stay tuned to see how glossy eyed I can get by the end of this program. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, and make sure you hit that like and share and tag a friend or three, because I am back, baby, in studio, and I'm looking forward to uh, this train wreck we call Behind the Bunker. Awesome. Every Are we? Are you guys finding us everywhere? I'm just loading up right now. Are we on pit yet? There we go. I see us everywhere. Good. All right. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We have lots to get to on the show tonight. We have some of your mail time questions from the previous week. We have a topic to get to as well. But something else we have to talk to you guys about. Joe and I were at Paintball Extravaganza. And last Wednesday night, if you guys didn't see, we did a uh, secret sneak-in show. I'll fix that, Matt. A secret sneak-in show. And uh, oh, where we go here. And yeah, we aired it on Wednesday night. We broke into the Avante Palms Conference Center room, and uh, should be working now, Matt. Yep. Okay, there we go. Yep. And we did a we did a break in show, so ch- check that out. Uh, just a quick impromptu thing, but lots of goodies there. Also premiering tomorrow at seven p.m. I put I'm putting up a video of my week. It's called Paintball and Paramotors. If you guys want to see what that's all about, uh, subscribe to YouTube and uh, you'll see that it's premiering tomorrow at 7 p.m. I'll be in the chat, so join me and uh, we can watch together. As I said, also, uh, we are being featured this month on Amazon Music. If you guys head on over to their front page, you'll see us scrolling through. Something else that's new, Exalt Paint Fighter Limited Edition Bayonets coming out right now. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't see them at Paintball Extravaganza because uh, Exalt uh, was not there, unfortunately. But uh, Matt, you can give her to the phone number if you want to. I don't think I'm going to take any calls tonight. We're going to have uh, quite, a, quite a busy show tonight. My computer's acting wonky, so I'm shutting it down and restarting it. So last week, we had a voicemail message from Leds. He called me out on, uh, well, not not appropriately uh, calling the Shaft 6.3 barrel system by its proper name. Well, this week he calls, unfortunately, again, but this time this one's not necessarily directed <laughs> at, uh, at me. So let me see if I can load this up for you guys. And uh, who's feeling like they're under the gun on this one? That's got to be all Joe. All me, maybe. I threw under the gun on this one. Okay, hold on. I I have multiple windows open, so let me close them. I apologize. (laughs) This is horrible tech. uh, But I'm like, this is fantastic podcast material right now. This dead air. It sure is. All right. Let's try this. 
one more time. Okay. Hi, it's Leds again from Planet Eclipse. Um, I'm calling in to answer Joe's question from last week. Uh-oh. Um, now, firstly, um, he was also butchering a name. Um, he was calling it the EMG 100. Um, and just to set the record straight, it's actually the EMF 100. So, uh, Joe, uh, just can you... Just try. Try just a little <laughs> bit harder, please. Thank you. <laughs> and um, to Josh, I'm not French, so pack it in, all right? <laughs> I won't get too angry, though. To answer your question, you wanted to know if you could make the trigger on the EMF 100 um, a little bit more heavier and longer, which, if you think about it, it's a bit of a weird question. So you want it to be not as good. Um, but the simple answer is, no, you can't. Reason being is that um, the Titman, uh, which you referenced, um, has something that they call sear break. So what happens is you pull the trigger, um, and then the sear slides back, and then it, um, it has that definitive sort of click as it sort of as the sear slips off the trigger and, and fires the marker. Um, we, on the EMF 100, it's a fully pneumatic trigger, um, so you can't do that. Um, so I'm afraid you still have to have a super light, super amazing trigger instead of a um, <laughs> super long, amazing rough trigger. One. Um, so I hope that answers your questions. Um, I look forward to uh, calling in again next week and telling you all <laughs> off again for getting the wrong names. Okay, this is Jason, Jason, Jason. That's Leds, actually. Bye. <laughs> Very good. I appreciate the phone call, Leds, for keeping us on our toes this week. We'll definitely not butcher. You, I, I guess, you know what, if you think about it, I, I guess I did, did budget. I, I apologize, EMF 100. But also, if you think of it, it's like a, it's like a, te- a, a, a what, what are those cars called? Te- what's the electric car called? Tesla. Tesla. It's like a Tesla. It's very quiet. And do people want to put speakers in it to make it louder so it sounds more like a real vehicle? Yes. Does it defeat the purpose of an electric vehicle? Yes. So, Leds, I will, I will be happy to shoot my in-the-mail EMF 100 happily and quietly without the clunky trigger that I was asking. But it, was, it wasn't necessarily me asking. It was, it was me, not. It was me asking for somebody. But I thought I would ask because some love is better than no love. But that's okay. We love you, too. And I was just going to comment, I'm really grateful for Planet Eclipse for continuing to sponsor the show, although we butcher all of their products. Nobody can find it. They can't do a Google search on anything we say because it doesn't exist. There was, um, I wonder if that was Mr. Phelps over there, because there was a little bit of backpedaling going on. (laughs) I'm only teasing. No, but thank you, Leds, for keeping us on our toes. Now, I will tell you, um, I did send out Leds a... um, a care package a couple of weeks ago and he finally uh, received it here's a quick picture of him in his office wearing it as you can see i'm going to zoom in a little bit more here um he says uh thanks for the care package i like the hoodie nice and lightweight perfect size uh i dropped a few easter eggs in this picture even captured josh smiling on the podcast that must be rare Zoom in, enhance. So I'm going to zoom in. First of all, let's let's talk about the glaring one here on the middle of the picture on the far right. The Gavin, 
There's a picture of a Grinch with an arrow pointing to Lens. Did you see that one? Yes. I did. I don't recall. <laughs> I heard him call me out, but I don't recall ever calling him a, a Grinch. You called him a Grinch at Christmas because you wanted a... Uh, oh, I wanted an EMG 100? <laughs> Words cut deep. EMF. <laughs> oh, you know, you go. throw the insults <laughs> yeah. at Lead all the time, but poor guys sitting at home probably, you know, in tears because of, of that. So there, well, th- there he is on the screen. You can see Josh yeah, right there. I see that. Um, where else did I see it? If you zoom in is and enhance and magnify, there's the world's most cringeworthy patch. Oh, right. Oh, right. Nice. Yes. Right yes. there. Uh, I saw him behind the bunker sticker below right there. That's the patch. There's the patch above the hickory sticks. Yes. I know that's a microfiber cloth. And then to the right of the hickory sticks ketchup is a patch. Chick, ch- ketchup chips. So I sent him some all dressed, some ketchup chips. I sent him some coffee crisps, some proper Smarties, a Kit Kat. So a couple things from Canada. Then he's wearing our hoodie, and you can see his coffee mug. Yes. Adorned with the Behind the Bunker sticker. Nice. That's right. I think we caught them all. I think we caught them all. There's two Behind the Bunker patches. There's the rubber one and the and the sewing one. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he has a sewing one, at least not in that no, picture. No, there's a sewing one to the left. No, that's a microfiber. Oh, is it a microfiber? Yeah. I thought it was a sewing one. So good for you. Thank you, Leds. I hope you're enjoying the care package. That was a fun little game. I, I did enjoy that. <laughs> Um, that's happy leads, and then that phone message was not so happy leads. Unhappy, <laughs> unhappy leads. Um, I'm going to show you a little bit of a picture, and then maybe we can get into some quick discussion of what happened last week. Joe, can you give us some insight on ah, who, Todd, who's that? Todd and I were coming out of the um, exhibit hall at um, Paintball Extravaganza. Tom Gee or Rick said someone wants to meet you guys or something like that and and they go this is tim slots and i go well you're the inventor of tiger stripes products tiger stripe and he goes yeah and he goes yours then he said your show is he showed your show is very good um and you never butcher the term tiger stripe products <laughs> either so which was equally um amazing then he said i've got we said is there anything new and he's sort of talking about some of the different products he's working on for different different agencies and different governments and stuff like that and then he said i've got a new jersey that's coming out and he said are you going to be here a minute we said we can be here for as long as you want so he ran up to his room and brought back the jersey and it's the tiger stripe jersey todd's wearing and it's a recreation of the 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 pattern tiger stripe products pattern but he's redone it in sort of a in sublimated material for a jersey as you can see it's a jersey so the the front is solid the back is vented it's really nicely done but this is kind of the world premiere of this jersey a few people in the prototype process had seen it but we were the first people to actually see it wear it put it on and and we you know we got to show it um it's pretty cool i'm not gonna lie I looked real handsome in it. You look good. As you can it, see. It's e- slimming. It's slimming. I would even, even though the stripes are horizontal, it's still quite slimming. Um, he said it's about 10 weeks out. Um, he'll have information on where you're going to be able to buy it if you would like it. Um, so we'll have some information to follow as well. I think it's in production or it's very close to being in production. 10 weeks out. It's going to be a limited run. But not a limited run, then he'll run some more, then some more. But I think it's a pretty limited run. Uh, people really had to persuade him to, when you say Todd, to actually go through and, and make the jersey. So I think he did it kind of out of just shut people up. Um, he he kind of alluded to how much work it was and yeah, how and he, he kind of didn't want to do it. But And he confirmed he's sending us five, right? <laughs> Four. 
he heard sorry, your Grinch sorry, comment. <laughs> sorry, Matt. No, he heard your Grinch comment. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. that was that was pretty cool. So we, Todd and I met Tim Schloss, the creator of Tiger Stripes Products. He runs a field in Missouri. Was it that we met him, or was it that he met us? I thought he was. He, he was, was actually quite quite nice, and 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 did say some nice words. So he's that was, willingly touching you in that photo. Very so. very gracious. So it's those good. are those are mine. I wrap my hands around <laughs> myself. <laughs> He was, yeah, he didn't want to be there. Oh, well. So that's good. Paintbox Travaganza was great. Uh, tune in tomorrow night at 7 on YouTube. You guys can see I showcased all the products that Joe and I stopped and admired. Not a lot of new stuff, a lot of colorways and some things, but some hidden feature or hidden um, gems. Yep. Joe, you could talk about your favorite. One of, my, one of my favorites, aside from the Glock 17 at the Umarex booth, but I like the um, Carbon. I walked by Carbon's booth. We started talking to them. And remember, I always say I like playing MagFed, but I don't want to wear a chest rig. They have a speedball pod pack designed just for mags. And it is quite slick. And uh, you can see that in the video tomorrow night. Um, but it's it's pretty awesome. We're hoping uh, to get a couple of those this year so we can play with them. Uh, but uh, that was my favorite, I think. It, it, the, the fellow at Carbon spoke quite highly of um, Grinch Inc. in England as well. Is that the Grinch Inc? Grinch Inc. Yeah. Uh, so that's why. Uh, Lads, when you call next week, that was not me. That was not you. <laughs> that was Car Joe's voice. Carbon had a, a pretty nice fan for their goggle, which worked on one of the uh, short, fat batteries, the one, two, threes. That's pretty cool. Um, yep. Tiberius, or first, uh, fr I guess, first strike, or. Frangible Co. Frangible Co. <laughs> um, had the grenade, the brake breach grenade launcher. Uh, rocket launcher, grenade launcher. You can launch 68 caliber paintballs, 50 caliber paintballs, foam golf balls. There is a sh Todd. He confirmed there is a T-shirt adapter available for it, so that will be available. This is coming in in June. That was that was pretty that was pretty neat. Um, he had some pretty cool stuff. Um, Umarex. Had the Spaz 12 or whatever 68 caliber semi-automatic uh, shot paintball shotgun available to sort of go in their T4 T4R line or T4E line, as well as they had some home defense stuff. Obviously, that won't come to Canada, but the Umarex shotgun and they had a 68 caliber revolver yeah. as well, which was kind of cool. And for all of you that want to know. Uh, Joe and I ate at Chewy's. We also ate at the Texas uh, Texas Longhorn. No, uh, yeah, Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse, and uh, we made a bit of a, a, a veering out on the very first day. This is going to sound terrible, and no one's going to respect us for this. But Joe and I both had a craving for the Long John Silvers. Nice. Did you really? We did. We haven't hush seen puppies, one. No hush puppies. I had hush puppies. Excellent. Extra hush puppies <laughs> is extra, what he had. We, had we, we would have had our order at a normal time, but he had extra hush puppies, so they had to make a fresh batch. Um, but it's mixed in the same restaurant as a KFC. So you could have had like KFC and like you could have had a double bypass. <laughs> But the, the fish and chips, okay, for those of you that have Long John Silvers, you may just look at it and go, eh. But we haven't had it in Canada in years. years. At least Probably 20. 20 years, yeah. yeah. And it was so good. Even the little crackling that they threw yeah, on yeah. the bottom. Ah, oh, anyways. <laughs> so laugh if you will at home, but uh, we could, quite enjoyed you it. You could go there and have uh, seafood, poulet, and uh, canine all in one. Hush puppies. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Hush puppies aren't really dog meat. They're just pieces of fat that are deep fried, but I had a craving and I dipped them in some sort of sauce. So they're yes. pretty good. Good news, bad news for Josh. Unfortunately, he's not here. He enjoys the Sheridan uh, pens, but they didn't have those old ones. They have a new one with the rubber grip with the Sheridan on it. So Is it a Sheridan? Where did you get that? At Sheridan Hotel. So I'm <laughs> going to give that to Josh next Long week. Long John Silver. Like we <laughs> yes. had a Sheridan. We're at Sheridan. Is it Yavante Palms of Sheridan? Well, somehow, oh, it was in my packet. It was in our, our yellow packet we got. That's where it was. But Gavin, I didn't bring you anything, but I did manage to get you an Avante pen. <laughs> Avante Hotel yes, and Suites. Avante. That's awesome. <laughs> and that match, oh, it's buried underneath my uh, tablet. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yes. So Paintbox Travaganza, success, I would say. Joe and I had a great time. Um, well, I'm speaking for Joe, but I think we had a good time. And then uh, on the Thursday morning before we flew out, I went and did some paramotor flying, and I, t- I took some video footage of that. So, again, you'll see all that tomorrow night if you uh, if you check out the premiere. Uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about the most expensive. Someone asked in mail time. Remember how we mastered that segment, Joe, without Gavin here in mail time? And yes. they asked, what's the most expensive headband ever sold? And we kind of alluded that we don't know officially, but we figured like maybe a couple thousand, maybe a thousand. Um, I'm not going to say who it is. This is a friend of ours. And uh, they sent in, he says, also the most, ex- well, we were talking about other things. He said the most of headband uh, that has been bought and sold was $5,000. Uh, a friend of his name, Pat, bought it from a guy in the States. And it was called a one-trick pony. Um so five thousand dollars five thousand u.s dollars for a headband for a headband would you even wear it for five thousand dollars it wouldn't leave the package and it would be hermetically sealed as far as i was concerned but i would never it would never feel the the supple skin of my scalp (laughs) yeah i don't care how well i've manscaped that i'm not putting a five thousand (laughs) dollar headband on my head but good for them whatever i'm selling it yeah yeah good for selling it and maybe not so much for buying it but would you is there anything in paintball? That's a good question. Is there anything in paintball that you would spend five thousand dollars to buy? Not a chance. One item. I'm not saying a not whole a setup. I'm saying one item. I'm gonna think about that one. Is that, your, is that your thinking noise? That was my thinking noise. Um, I, I came up with something. I don't think that sound is gone. Well, while the you guys are thinking, maybe we can watch the uh, the vault. Yes. Yeah, let's go directly to the vault, ladies and gentlemen. And when we come back, uh, yeah, we'll see what's going on. Uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from the vault where you go back in history, back into the early days of paintball. And I show you something that's kind of cool, something that's kind of neat, and something that's out of my vault. But today we're not using my vault. We're using Rick Chard's vault. He is the Grand Poobah of the paintball extravaganza where we are here today in Orlando at the Avante Palms, Avante Palms Resort and Conference Center. And I'm going to show you, yesterday he said, Joe, I gotta show you something. I pulled this out of my barn and he pulled out this Puma duffel bag that's got some stuff in it that's kind of as old as the Puma logo itself. So I opened it up and he had this. This is like a treasure trove of BBDs. We've got a whole array of smart parts, BBDs, the smart part, custom girls, um, some old vintage PMI ones, American flag smart parts. You can tell they're made by smart parts because of the way they're sewing. NXE barrel bags, more NXE. There's some new and packaged 
NXE barrel bags when NXE was in Scottsdale, Arizona before Tipman took them over. So this is pretty old. This is pretty vintage. Um, I don't know what era it would be, but it's it's neat. Um, Oper paintball, Operation Ambush, pretty neat stuff. Just an array, like, I could just dump it out. If, if you had, look at this, all kinds of crazy stuff. Operation Ambush Paintball Supply, Black NXE. But anyway, this is some pretty cool stuff, pretty vintage stuff, pretty rare stuff. Thanks for watching from the vault, and we'll see you next time on Behind the Bunker. Pew, pew. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Steve or Jeff Thompson in the live chat says, I bet a BTB Tiger Stripe hoodie would sell for $5,000 on eBay. Rarer than anything. Actually, Jeff, I have it, and the minimum bid is 5500 So if you would like it, you can hit that Buy Now button. Hey, uh, you can get a used one for $2,500. I'll sell it right away. Medium. <laughs> I got a large one. I'll sell for 3000 3, A little more material. Jeez. All right, so we have mail time to get to, we have a topic to get to, we have prices right, and uh, loads more on tonight's show. Um, maybe before we get to any of that, Matt, I was thinking, uh, maybe I'll tell the fine folks at home a little bit about Planet Eclipse. Every game, bunker, or gunfight has a story, and now it is time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're storming the beach or laying the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of happy endings and barrel systems called the Shaft 6-3. And the EMF 100. <laughs> he got it wrong. No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> I got it's it wrong. three letters. <laughs> I got it wrong. Eclipse MagFed. Anyway, um, plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need. If you're taking pictures in the picture and want to be out of the picture, pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Air-ups, inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his team, nothing can beat Air-ups. They're thick-welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and they have multiple color and print options available. Oh, boy! Don't let your game be deflated. Get Air-ups at airups.com. Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages, everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your next order. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament ready, battle proven, and available worldwide. DLX Technologies, inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark and high-performance markers with a TM40. The evolution now continues light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. Ride 519 from Boondocks to Boulevards, whether you are sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off at ride519.com. One wheel. One wheel. wheel. Um, if you guys like our reads, uh, stay tuned next week. Maybe there'll be a new one. Well, maybe there'll be a new two. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. Uh, fingers crossed, knock on wood. So, um, do you want to do mail time, Gavin, or should we get into the topic? Did, have you had a chance to uh, peruse? I perused it, so let's get into the topic first, and then I will uh, do some quick perusal. All right. I have a feeling this one is going to be quick, this topic, but uh, we asked you guys several weeks ago, did you guys play to win or play to have fun? And uh, we're going to watch you guys in the live chat, both on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. 
So uh, wherever you guys are watching, post up your comments, and uh, we'll try to read them on the show. Gavin, what do you got? Sorry. You had your sheets. I go first. Yeah. Uh, so Colin Cooper says, I play for fun uh, to challenge myself to meet new people and form new friendships. Winning is secondary for me. Uh, helping the new, strategizing with, and learning from the experience. And seriously, geeking out with the new gear. Uh, Pretty good. George Hay, by the way, says the Ruthless Reed could read for Manscaped as well. How does the Ruthless Reed go? Rome was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sub. Yeah, I could change yeah. that to a Manscaped. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think yeah, we'll do Manscaped till closer to Christmas again or Manscaped season. Manscaped season. Which is November. Um, I have <laughs> Nebnella. If it's a comp- competitive game or event, then I want to win. Winning is more fun than losing. Bragging about winning at Rec Ball, however, is just sad. If you can't have fun <laughs> losing paintball, then, then you're the problem. Bar- bracket bar- barring gear problems or bad paint. The days when nothing works suck and you just need to recognize it early and grab a rental. Booyah. Uh, Daniel Hammer, the answer to the question says, yes. Nice. Uh, Lefty PB in uh, 1989 in the YouTube chat says, actually butchered his name, but playing equals winning. Good point. Um, Steve Ebar, all the way from uh, wherever he is at, says winning can be fun. (laughs) Uh, Dan and Hardy, sure, it's fun to win. Yeah, Jason Smith, playing is for fun is my primary motivation, but it is sure more fun winning. Phoenix Casparini, big game equals win, open play equals fun. Yeah, absolutely. Philip Thomas, John Marshall, uh, PTJM. I was just thinking what his, what his initials were. I was waiting for you to give me a moment. I was going to jump in, but go ahead. It <laughs> uh, depends, on, depends on the game. Yeah. Dylan Key says, I play pump. I'm a slow man, but I play aggressive and will do crazy stuff because the fun and excitement is way better than the W. Ian Steenberger says, play to win because winning is fun. Play for fun and you might not win. Yeah, that's true. JT, also known as Jeff Thompson, obviously, depending on what you are playing, paintball should be fun no matter what, but cheating to win takes away the fun for everyone else, just like any other sport. And that that had two likes. Steve A. Barr is officially calling out where he lives. It's Manitoba. (laughs) Manitoba. So Steve A. Barr from Manitoba. And Dan Hardy says, dynasty guys. Have been having fun winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. HHPP, Happy Holton's paintball pitchers. Winning is more fun than losing. Most of the time, I can complete the stifle. I complete the stifle. I like to keep a great team out of the finals with some scrubs. Love happy. There you go. Explore paintball says speedball is always played to win. Big games get that W and wreck. Yeah. Direct days be safely dumb and have fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to say, I'm super competitive, so I always try to play to win, but there are times where it, it, you just kind of go out for fun. I will say there are times that we used to play to lose, and that was uh, when we were practicing. When you're practicing, that was the time to do stupid things as far as trying new moves, trying getting out of your comfort zone, and... Uh, you know, you'd try different breakouts, you'd try different secondaries and closing moves just to see if they'd, they'd make it. And a lot of times you'd have fun just getting hosed and getting called out. There's nothing better than walking out of your bunker to go think you're doing something great coming up the field where you just walk into a line of paint and get stitched. And it's like, okay, so that tick, that one doesn't work. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, usually it's play to win. Corey Cosby says, uh, if you're just playing to win, if you're just playing to win, you're just playing yourself. If you're not having fun, then why play? It's more like a shit job at that point. Does he like jello pudding pops? With the, the thing in the, in, in the pills and, <laughs> and the, the sleeping and the Z's and, <laughs> and the inappropriateness. Oh, I feel like putting on a warm sweater. <laughs> Multicolored. <sighs> yeah. I, oh, also, we have to, when we talked about paintball extravaganza, George brought some more of his. What kind of berry? Or black cherry? Dingleberries? Black cherry, black cherry <laughs> liqueur and some sort of it was, sour. It was like juniper, but not sour no, Loganberry. Cherry, Loganberry. Is it something? I think, I think it might be indigenous to, uh, no, to yeah. Saskatchewan yeah. berry. Saskatchewan <laughs> yes. berry. But anyway, he brought that and we had a nice, a nice little. With all, some of D's nuts. All Canadian, all Canadian, all Canadian <laughs> conference and chit chat about the industry and the way we went. But it was good. I think George was in the chat, so maybe he can chime in what the actual berry it was. Lots of lots of comments from dealers and uh, such that you know it's difficult to advertise on the platforms like Facebook and Instagram and um, you know Amazon because our sport uses uh, something for projectiles. It would be nice, you know, if um, the industry perhaps. Could get together and or and some dealers and form some sort of association. I know it's been tried, and I'm kind of just um, pissing into the wind type of thing. But could we form an association or have a spokesman, a well, a well, you know, well-spoken spokesperson that could go to these platforms and say, "Hey, what can we do to have our sport recognized and allowed to participate?" on you know your your various platforms like meta or instagram so when you put up a picture it doesn't get flagged or you're not asked yeah, to take sort of it like, down. sort of like a lobby yeah. but not with uh, not politics is but, it you yeah. know does it mean that we have to put up pictures without any paintball guns in there or you have a landing page what would really help is um not having pictures of bloody welts up on facebook as well that would probably help but i think we need a to unify once again and i'm sort of on a step a step soapbox again but i think we really need to unify get a unified body and find out who you talk to i'm sure within the entire paintball organization industry somebody out there knows somebody that works at facebook that could at least get us get the industry a meeting with somebody that might be able to you know make a decision or at least listen to what we're trying to present and and teach us we you know this is where we need to learn and maybe they need to learn um teach us about how we can advertise and get recognized and you know get on their platforms without fear of repercussions i think that's sort of homework for anybody listening or anyone involved in paypal somebody but even if they can't help teach us because let's face it that's not really their job even if we all got together and found someone who could do that for us right and we all sort of got together because the only way we're going to grow as an industry is as an industry um you know, they just can't keep selling us widgets. We just can't keep buying them. I mean, everybody's kind of got to be on the same on the same page here. On the same, you're right. So, you know, if anybody knows anybody that works for Meta or Instagram, which is Meta, or something that can get us, you know, in front of somebody, that'd be amazing. Yeah, Roger Weaver says he knows someone at uh, MySpace. If we need to know, 
of course he does. <laughs> um, SAS Rickroll over on Twitch in the live chat. He says, uh, uh, what did he say? He says, I play for fun because winning is fun. And he says, uh, uh, this uh, the, it looks good on Twitch just as well as it does on Facebook. So if you guys are Twitch fans, you can definitely follow us over there. Um, thought I would tell Gavin didn't wash his hoodie with the proper colors because the tiger stripe hoodie looks a little faded. That's that's a different tiger stripe. It is, yeah. yeah. The official tiger stripe by Tim Schlosh we will see hopefully in a couple of weeks. And uh, if you'd like to get one yourself, we'll tell you all about it. But you'll have to stay tuned because once we know, guess what? We'll you'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, shall we move on? We should probably get to uh, some of Garvin's mail time questions. Mail time. Mail time. Yeah, it's mail time. Uh, the sack is a little slim because the fellas uh, did a little overtime and, uh, and stepped into my territory and read my mail, uh, which is illegal, by the way. Um, sorry, before you go on, I just read something in the live chat. Dylan says, I saw combat juggling on ESPN. What the hell is combat juggling? I would like to know what exactly. That's what I was going to say. What the hell is combat well, juggling? Well, I know. I've got a whole evening of YouTubing <laughs> going on later on tonight. Uh, don't have to. It's on ESPN. Is it the Ocho? <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, the sack is a little thin, so I will uh, read, hopefully. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Dan and Hardy says, I, don't, I dated a male lady once. How was her male sack? I was going to ask her. All right, go ahead. I'll, I'll stop talking. I guess that's now. okay. <laughs> and hopefully you guys didn't uh, ask this last week. Uh, Pamela Yule, um, do you think PayPal stores will be able to compete with online stores for many more years, especially ones in the area with a smaller base? I feel supplies, uh, suppliers put the brick and mortar stores on the back burner to get new items coming out or product or any product for that matter. I, I, I'm going to say yes and use a little bit of optimism on it. One of the underlying threads that were happening at Paintball Extravaganza, especially on the day of the um, industry luncheon, where we got to have luncheon with the industry, um, a lot of people are getting taken down, deleted, and uh, pulling sales from Google and Amazon uh, because of the word paintball and gun and stuff like that. And it's not everybody. But it's happened to a few people where it's getting to the point where you may no longer see as much of that online as it was before, which means it's going to be just, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the direct, the direct traffic to like ANS gear or, or any of the online stores where you have to go. So it'll be harder for people to, to find these. So if you want to do something, compete with them by having your own online store. The other thing that, uh, you know, Joe and I used to do was try to have the best customer service as possible so that when someone comes into the store, you you help them out and you give them, you know, you give them your, your time and you try to help fix their issues and answer their questions. And I know some of them just come in, ask questions and go home and order it. But for those people that do appreciate that lip service, they'll come in. And if there's something wrong with it or under warranty, you just warranty it and you help them out. And for those guys that buy it online... You know, you're going to have to send it back. So think about that as well when you're doing your online shopping. Uh, try to support the mom and pop local local stores. But do, do I think people can compete with it? It's tough, but I do think they can. And I think it's going to be easier for the brick and mortars as time goes on, unfortunately. All um, right. Steven Barca, love not to buy my stuff online. DBS is our local um, 
shop. I like to give them all my business. I think he meant DBSA, which is Doodlebug Sports Australia, is his local store. Uh, Doodlebug Sports in Manitoba. Steve Bars from Manitoba. Uh, That's where the Saskatchewan berries are also from. Nice. Um, John Jones says Planet Eclipse has a strong policy of supplying to brick and mortar stores only. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no reason why a brick and mortar can't have an online component. Right. Yeah. It's not either or. It can be both, my friends. Can you fix my spider, Dannon is asking? Is it still under warranty? It's probably still on the tech bench right now. (laughs) It's probably still holding down papers on your desk from blowing away. All right, Nebnella wants to know, how do you know if paint is fresh? Exciting. Uh, <laughs> it's so it's inviting so to, to me. me. Or inviting to uh, me. Isn't it inviting? and new. It's the fresh boat. Um, Joe, maybe you can answer that. Well, Basically, fresh paint is good when it's got lots of dimples and oil, right? <laughs> well, people often complain that the, the paint is oily, but the oily is... The oil on a shell of a paintball is really lubri- is lubrication from the encapsulating machine. Just the, it's it's lubricated so that the gelatin doesn't stick to it. So that's where the oil comes from. And it, the plant is making paint quicker or different humidities. They require more lubrication, like many other <laughs> things. So that's why you have lubrication now. It's not lube time. A paint paint from the manufacturer is probably four to six months. Excuse me, four to six, four to six months. Then it's you know, then it becomes questionable. You certainly shouldn't use an old, an, a year or a last season's paintball and fire it at a human or anybody. But um, paint doesn't have a an expiry date on it because it doesn't really have a shelf life. If you're keeping your paint for a long time, you can consider rotating the boxes, just flipping them every now and then, and they'll roll Good around. Good old a box bit. flipping. Good old yeah. box flipping. Hey, I just reminded me of myself of something, and and I don't see him in the live chat. But Jared's, Jared Skibo watches the show Skibo! and listens all the time. So Joe and I were driving down. I don't know if it was International Drive, but we were somewhere, and there was a restaurant called Skibos. Did I get? I didn't get a picture. We are. You were we, driving. I was driving, like and, and we missed it. Mile an but hour. we both looked at it, and, and I went Skibo. <laughs> Joe did the same thing. It's like we need to get a picture of that. We should have. Yeah, and there was no lineup. No. There was an ambulance in front of it. <laughs> the grease trap was overflowing. Yeah. Anyways, um, Nick Sloyak says, freeze them, right? That's how you preserve paint. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hope things are well with my friend Nick Sloyak. Uh, be well, my friend. It's nice to see you li- tuning in live. We got to get Nick on the show one of these days. Nick is like the man of, not man of mystery, but he's the man about paintball. He's... Uh, yeah, maybe in the next couple of weeks, Nick, if you're free, we should get you to jump on. Yeah. Um, next question. Because mm-hmm. still the mailbag, my friend. Oh, yes. Oh, let's this, get well, back let's here. Let's get the mail. All right. Well, let's, do, uh, let's do one more, and then we yep. can cinch up the sacks. And I know you have, uh, you're a little bit long-winded this evening. You want to keep chatting. and ra- ra- Rare a rarity. And, uh, and, and railroad my, uh, yeah. my, my segment. But, okay, we will go with Dan and Hardy. And he wants to know, should paintball be a high school sport played just like football or that basketball? Should we have competitive inter-school paintball league? Why not? Well, you know what? If if you can get... Schools here would have a tough time because it's uh, what they're using to move the paintball from one opponent to the other. They would have a tough time sanctioning it here. But you know what? Uh, most of us know that you know paintball 
really you don't have to be a super athlete to play paintball you can be most anybody and you can play paintball um, quite successfully any any body shape any height any weight and you can be a fine paintball player you know everybody's all about inclusiveness and inclusion and including everybody if you could get paintball approved at a school level then you would have some pretty great turnouts of people coming to try out for the school team or at least be involved and it wouldn't be your traditional jocks per se it would be a pretty broad mix of some the entire portly, some portly gentlemen as well well it'd be a pretty broad mix of the entire school like population look at look at the young fellow that come came to flag readers who is don't say the name don't i'm the not name. gonna say his name but he he was clinically was it blind was he yeah yeah legally blind legally yes. legally blind but he could still come clinically out the, insane he, wasn't, he could still come out and play paintball because he could see his targets at a distance, even if it was a blur. And he had a hell of a time. And he wouldn't fit into a normal, a normal, uh, traditional sport. So I think you could get a lot. You would have a lot of buy-in from a lot of different people if you could have paintball as as a game. And I think you know that's sort of the quirkiness of paintball. Not only is it a rush, but and it's something as an individual you can do. And I think you know people. People miss 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 all that that anybody can do it yeah. and you can just go play and you don't need any special training. So I'm looking to you, United States of America, because that's it would have to start there. USA. There's no, there's no way in hell Canada would uh would allow that. Both at you know yeah. at the uh, sort of the municipal level in terms of schools, but just our whole we, you know we we have an attack on guns right now with the the current government in uh, in place. So uh, I don't think that'll happen. So I'm looking to you to set to blaze a trail, United States. Yeah. Uh, get that going so we can at least transplant some of that over here yeah even john jones says you don't have to be a super athlete or smart i resemble that remark (laughs) (laughs) i like how you added the smart too oh isn't it in there (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry he said clever my bad uh he has pub figures (laughs) all right gavin thank you for the mail time segment save the rest for maybe another time sounds good to me yeah yeah all right matt why don't we do a little uh prices right All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Price is Right. You guys know how to play. Tonight's theme is no theme. It is all U.S. dollars, and uh, you can play along with Gavin, Joe, and Matt uh, tonight. And uh, we're going to start with this first item up for bid. Anyone know what it is? I do. Is it a shield? What the hell is it? It is a Warp Sports paintball marker stand. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Very similar to someone else's gun stand that I know. Uh, that maybe uh, we'll start talking about in the next couple of weeks. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think? On and uh, this is used, obviously, but it says rare and in good shape. I have to take my glasses off. Can I see the side picture again? I didn't hear it, please. But that's fine. <laughs> the tile work was nicely done. I was going to say nice. They have some nice. Mason- they don't have Swiffers. They have some masonry product, masonry on the other wall. That looks like a threaded rod with uh, like a, a plastic sleeve over top, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Looks like the same sleeve that goes over top of a spring-free trampoline. Yeah, it is a threaded rod because if you look at the bottom of that, very nice. Those are nice nuts. 
All right. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Gavin, you won last time. I sure shit did. So I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say 50 bucks, Bob. 50 Tommy bucks. got $69. Steve Abar, $199. Von Chick says, whoa, it's, this it's rare. Dan Donahue, $44.99. Keith Kissel, a, a gun holder. That's how we don't get it on Google and Facebook. Um, do I need to bid? Or should Matt? No, you. It goes clockwise. What did Gavin say? 50, 50 bucks. Mm, 62 62. Gavin, sorry, what did you say? $50. $50. One more time. Okay. Matt, what did you say? <laughs> I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> Are you so going to? I'm going to. Are you going to say something? 20 or? bucks. We have to. 20 bucks. All right. Uh, Shadow Paintball, $100. That's a little bit too dear. I'm looking in there. I hate to say it. Uh, who is it that got really close here? Tommy Gunn's got the closest, but did go over at 69. This sold for $66. What did Joe oh, say? Joe said 20, 62. <laughs> What did I say? I don't know, but you're tapping me. Well, <laughs> Lefty B, 1989. We didn't get his bid in. He bid one foot photo. One foot photo. Navy SEAL foot signal. There's a reason why we call him Lefty, I guess. Uh, a good one. Uh-huh. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Invert nightstick. Really? Uh-huh. What's the threading? Looks like cocker. It, it, yeah, spider, I, I read it says cocker on it. Yeah. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Otto Kaka. We probably have some of those in a box. <sighs> Kaka in a box. Get it? Just kidding. <laughs> um, we, we do. Am I supposed to go first, or should I leave? Who won? Uh, Joe did. Okay. Gavin was really close. But George Hayes is $23. George Hayes, probably not 50 Keith Kissel says 50 bones. George, 23. Steve Abar. Matt is the silent assassin. Jeff... Thompson one at fifty. I'm gonna say, um, what did you? Did anyone bid yet? You're going oh, first. Twenty eight dollars. <laughs> I was waiting for him to ask you what you bid. <laughs> twenty eight dollars. Okay. Dan and Hardy twenty pino, pinto beans. Nice, Ooh. Matt. What are you thinking? Forty five. Okay. Ooh, someone in the live chat got it exact. I'm saying thirty dollars, Bob. Thirty dollars. Dan and Hardy in the live chat would have got it if he would have, instead of bid 20 pinto beans, he would have got regular $20, like Happy Holton. Happy Holton gets that at $20. So did we all overbid? We all overbid. You did. Oh, so you did, but you I, have, I have lots and lots. Oh. This one here, please don't jump on it all at once, and keep in mind it has already sold, so don't get excited. An epiphany. Smart parts epiphany with an egg. I don't know if it's permanently stuck yeah, or if it's <laughs> just there. Can't get up the feet, Nick. Yeah, but there you go. An epiphany with uh, paint oh, highlights. The Phoenix already cracked. Of course. A actually, I think they come cracked out of the bag. There but you go. the battery door is still oh, on. Oh, yes, it is cracked. Look at Matt's good eye. Look at the black. Oh, man. Yeah. It's usually the raceway that's that cracked. That just means if the if the hopper is already cracked, it won't crack anymore. It's already done at the, the cracking. That's science. So you're buying a pre-cracked loader. That's the great thing. George Hay, 183. Jeff Thompson, 247. Keith Kissel scrambled sunny side up. <laughs> Steve Abar, $79.99. Dan Donahue, 100. And Dan and Hardy, 78 jelly beans. I'm going to go $119. Oh, my God. Goodness! I Still think this is a waste time. of absolute money for anyone to spend on this. I will say someone paid 
$45. Oh, well done. Wow. Garvin? 60 bucks. So, Nebnella is one of the closest I've seen so far at 115 This sold for $125. Too much. I agree. What did you I say, I agree. If plastic was gold, maybe... If plastic was gold. <laughs> well, if like, plastic was gold. Today's quote of the day. Yeah. If, well, everything in that <laughs> is plastic. If plastic was gold. If plastic was uh, This gold. one's for Neb Nell. I'm watching you here, sir. Brand new. WGP VF Tactical Autococker. No. Really? Brand new. Wow. Brand new. Wow. <laughs> I'm just admiring it. Isn't that awesome? That's like a f- and you know, out of the box, that's not going to work. Those old rings are so old, you would have to replace it's them out. Dust at this point. Yeah, but they, you, this is definitely a, this is definitely well worth buying. George Hayes says six sixty six. Six sixty. All right, who needs to go on this? No one won the last I one, did. so it would have been Joe won the last Joe one. Won. Oh, I thought you overbid. No, I everybody did not. overbid. They overbid. I did. Okay. I knew what I was doing. Joe, you get awfully defensive. <laughs> I'm not trying to be defensive. Dog. It takes two to lie. That's true. Seven hundred. Steve Keith Kissel four fifty. Stephen Barr sixteen hundred. Is this still for sale or is it sold? Jeff Thompson seven hundred bones. So this has already been sold. Uh, all right, what's your bid? Oh, um, someone in the live chat got within thirty dollars. Five hundred and forty-five dollars. Okay, Matt, Let's say six even, six hundred even. Yeah. Tim Miller wants to know if it's a pump. It's not. It's a semi-auto. It could be made to a pump, though. Yep. Although you would lose all of the coolness, tactical shrouding goodness at the front. Gavin, what are you thinking? I'm going ludicrous with this one. Eight hundred dollars, Bob. All right. Um, Remember how Happy Holton, not Happy Holton, sorry. Remember how uh, John Jones got pretty close on the last one? He bid seven twenty. This sold for seven fifty. Damn. Yeah. So Who locally won that one though? Matt. Yes. Jeez. By the time John gets off his bar stool all the way to Canada, he can claim his prize. It'll be gone. Um. All right. I will officially call this, and I know Angel Eyes uh, would also rank up there, but I would call this one the world's ugliest pair of goggles. Oh, the Proteus. The oh, Proteus. JT Proteus. Chameleon to boot. The chameleon is sought after, though. It's not the Karma Chameleon. No. Oh, I have a brand why, new one in why a box. They didn't take Spectra lenses. Yeah, 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 they, they did. did. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good if you had a mush face. Look at the fronts all pushed in. Hello. <laughs> mush face. So you get a Vortex fan still in package. That's worth whatever this is being asked for. You're getting a brand new Spectra lens, which is be- which is worth something. And that tinted lens looks like it's an abomination. The one that's in the goggle is already cracked. But again, there's something just warped about that goggle. It was in someone's gear bag for too long. Yeah. George Hayes says 35 Joshua Estrada says 69 Bob Happy Holton. $300. Lens is broken. John Jones. The sad thing is if Steven you showed up to a field, people would like that. Because it's retro, but Ooh, I still think it's ugly. Like I, don't I, don't yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Someone who's too cool. The mask. Too cool for 500, the... 500. <laughs> Jeff Thompson, 125. All right, who needs to bid? I'm going to say someone paid upwards of $150. Okay. The whole package, $45. Okay. $105. All right. This sold for $100. Ah! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Janet Hardy was bidding 89 gum chews. Nice. How are we doing for score, Matt? 
Gavin one, Joe two, myself one. Okay, let's try to get those scores up a little bit more here. Paintball Air Tank, 68.45. Oh, smart parts. Over 15 years old. <laughs> right? Look at that thing. What is, what's that air system called? Max air America? Max no. Was it Max Flow? Flow? Yeah, yeah that's right. still, that's, that was their newer Max Flow. Max Flow tank and a Max Flow reg on the front because it had that, that impulse or shock shocker bonnet for the, for the air system. Hey. There. Matt knows a lot. How long? How many years combined paintball knowledge do we have? Don't give him credit. <laughs> no, like in this in this room, I'm like, what am I? Forty one. I think I'm only around twenty years. Okay, so that's sixty one, Gavin. Maybe twenty five, thirty, eighty six, two thousand, twenty three minus nineteen ninety six, twenty seven. Only so, 27 years. So where, what, are, what, what was the total number that he had at Todd? Like, well, well over 100 years 107. combined. 107. 107 combined years of no paintball idea, knowledge. But Whatever. That's about good. right. All right. Keith Kissel, my grandma's got one of those. She used to use one of, for her iogen oxygen. John Jones says $30. That's funny, Keith Kissel. 40 crapshoots. Archie Emmons, Josh is 10 years. He's minus 10 years. He's minus 10 years. That's amazing. He brought down our average. He's not here. That's why we didn't have him here, because he would break down our average. He's at home making kraut, he says. With lettuce, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, who's bidding on this? Garvin. Uh, I will say for that, uh, well, it's a good piece of uh, paintball history. I'll say it is. A, it's a good shape. I'll say 100 even. And, you know, you can't even see the Sharpie filling in the cracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the tank explodes and blows your face off, you'll still be thinking, wow, that was a good looking tank. <laughs> Joe, what are you thinking? I think someone wanted that for 80 bucks. 80 bucks, Matt? This whole picture, the only thing that's useful is the reg. Uh, the sticker on the tank. Dope? The sticker on the tank. Smart parts. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you, you, you have to say it because they'll sue you if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, at that rate, then I'm going to say 50 bucks. 50 bucks. All right. I hate to say it, but you guys all overbid. This sold for $41, as it probably should. Being wow. that old age it's of a, a wall tank. hanger. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's call this one the last one of the night, real quick. Super fast. Empire BTTM15. Oh, needs a little cleaning as far as I'm concerned there. But what do you guys think? It's definitely seen the field. Mm. Who goes first? It's got the apex barrel. Gavin. It's got Uh, two barrels. 250, Bob. (laughs) Steve Abar says lettuce crowd is salad. (laughs) (laughs) Joe? Um, What did you say, Gavin? 250? 250, I think, yeah. We That's all have a problem with hearing. <laughs> it's not just Joe. I'm I having the same issue. I don't know. A buck twenty-five. No, two ninety. Two ninety. That's far enough away from Gavin to be. Steve Abar is calling someone sexy. Two hundred dollars, Bob. Two hundred and twenty-two mouse hairs. Two hundred dollars tic tacs. Nice, John Jones. One hundred and forty. John Jones, you are. Matt, what are you thinking before I... 175. 170. Way off John Jones at 140. This sold for $389. Wow. So who got that? Sorry, you want clarification on who got that? Yes. Do you want me to say Gavin? No, he didn't. <laughs> no, you got it at 290. Okay. That's good. not a tie now, is it? 
No, that's no, a joke. Okay. Awesome. Congrats, Gavin. Yeah, buddy. It's tough. It's tough winning each week. <laughs> Even when I'm not here, I win. And Joe when I'm wins. City, I'm just I win. putting that yeah. in writing on the in the forum so you guys can all like and share that one. <laughs> Screenshot. Even though it. you think Gavin may have won, and it's not true. Yeah. Joe won trivia. So here's what we're gonna do, is. ladies and gentlemen. If you guys are watching us on Facebook, we are gonna say farewell to you. If you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch, we're gonna stay live and record our after show uh, segment for our podcast. If you're listening on our podcast right now even though we're saying farewell don't go there's more material coming up shortly uh joe are you here next week by the way i am not here i'll be i have an appointment on monday night so i will miss the show but i will see you the following week sounds good so if you're looking for a joe free show tune in if you don't want a joe free show don't tune in so there you go ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next week don't be a freeloader if you liked what you hear make sure to hit the share button below Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Thanks for watching. I wonder though, Joffrey, would he arguably be the most hated character in all cinema and TV? Who is Joffrey? Great. Game of Thrones. Um, Game of Thrones. If you've ever watched, he is arguably, I would say, the most hated, despised, and unlike character. Post up in the live chat, guys, if you have someone worse than that. But I I would go on a limb and say that would be... Because when when he finally... And I know this is a spoiler alert, but it's 20 20 years ago, whatever, that, that show came on. When he finally died, it was like the biggest relief. Right. Like all you wanted was this guy to get his comeuppance, and it didn't seem like he was ever going to get it. I so. need to IMDb him. He did such a fantastic job of that, as that character. I doubt he's working again because of it. Like he he doesn't look like he used to. He did get married because okay. somehow I saw his marriage photo come up. Uh, yeah. Anyways, but uh, I, yeah, I don't. When you're typecast like that, it's great to have those stellar roles, and you can live in the moment. Like the kids from Stranger Things, are they going to be able to work again? Mm. The one's been yeah. in a couple movies. Yeah. I get, yeah, that's true. The one with the sort of the mush. I'd hate to use the word mush face again, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not one calling them just... by their name, so really it's <laughs> not really being insulting. Yeah, no, mush face is very respectful. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> if you're a mush face, please send your hate mail to Gavin at. Call into the show. Leave a voice. I don't even see oh, this. Draco Joffrey. Malfoy sucks more. I don't. I wouldn't say so. I, 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 I bet yes, he did suck. But that little Joffrey brat was, and he also didn't. He, didn't he have what's her face as a bride? The redhead girl that was overrated. Oh wow. Okay, let's move on to a different yeah. topic. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Wolfheart is you guys? fine. <laughs> People did that not storm produ- affect your air travel <laughs> to extravaganza. Um, what? no, we, so the storm that, that hit Friday last, or? like ended at like one or three in the morning and, uh, it literally stopped and then the temperature started creeping up in the morning. By the time we got to the airport, it was two degrees. Mm. So they were still plowing the runway. Uh, our plane did need to get de-iced. It came from Toronto. Um, though. It's mm. warmer in Toronto. So it would have, it was fine. We 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 got slightly delayed because, well, just the airline was. Oh, we were delayed. We were delayed by uh, forty five minutes to an hour because the, uh, the we got a, a notification because the cabin crew needed more time off, so they needed a longer rest. Oh, okay. So yeah. they must have been delayed. So that's why. But we got we got there on good time and 
We weren't yeah. any later. We he made good time. He flew at 40,000 feet, the same height as those balloons we kept passing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Jones says any character is worse that John, that James Gordon plays. I don't, why does everybody hate James Corden? Did he do something? I'm Team Ricky Gervais, so I know they hate each other. So, yeah, by natural extension, I have to hate him. I think Ricky Gervais is nearly untouchable. Louis C.K. went through a bout and he bowed out, and now he's kind of slowly making his comeback. But Ricky Gervais, I think, is nearly untouchable because I think he's joked enough that people understand. Yeah. Steve Abar also says, Matt, stop. <laughs> um, Joffrey, that yeah. fellow that played Joffrey, his name is, in human name is Jack Gleason. And he's in, according to IMDb, he's been to in the 20, moon, 22 titles and he's got one upcoming project. Okay. So he's been in a few things. Nice. Nice. You don't, I don't think he's going to be in any rom-coms. It's any, not very any old. Soon. By the way, speaking of rom-coms, stay away from uh, uh, Ashton Kutcher and... Reese Witherspoon? Reese, Reese, Reese Witherspoon. What movie? a terrible movie. I was, I was fine. It made me smile. Um, you lose respect for me every day. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, next you're going to tell me that all the you like watching the well, Hallmark just, Channel. You know what, Todd? <laughs> oh, dear I, watched it, I watched it in one sitting. You watched it over Why? Why do you weeks? waste your time? How could you... You know, every time you uh, watch it, Ashton Kutcher would be aged a year. Uh, the only way I would have watched that whole movie in a sitting is if I would have fallen asleep. The TV would have stayed on, the movie would have played out, and it would and have been Todd over. Todd interjects his own commercials to it as well. He's got to space it out a little bit. Well, you know what? There is a new show that someone turned me on to. I just started watching it, and it's on Netflix, and it's In the Line. In the, uh, I'll tell you in a second. Line of Duty. Okay. It's a UK police show. It seems to be okay. So where, check where that out. Been? Line it's been of out Duty. for like two years. I watched it already. I know, but you can't watch Ashton a show Kutcher's when it first it. comes out. It has to. You I need, have a, to I have need a couple of seasons for yeah. sure. It's like Yellowstone really? this year was a pile of crap. I liked watching it, but this whole having to wait a week. Netflix has killed. Like streaming shows have killed everything for for watching stuff. Agreed. And we've been watching. My wife and I watch. Um, Hawaii Five-0 for some reason. It's one of those shows where you can put on and it's just mind-numbing. So you just and you look at the pretty scenery like the and yes, exactly <laughs> like it. Um, but there's commercials, so because we stream it on Apple TV, and it's like who watches this with commercials? I'm done. I yeah. Oh, I Tuco. Oh no, that's not what he said. But Tuco's also a, a, a nasty character if you watch any of the. Who's Tuco? Uh, he's in um, Better Call Saul and what was the one before it? Oh, Breaking yeah. Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those two guys that dress, that dress, uh, their cousins or brothers that dress in silver suits. Yeah, those. They were also pretty nasty as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So check that out. I'm gonna continue to binge watch that so i'll let, let you know what the next episode is like in three weeks <laughs> excellent <laughs> whatever um so yeah hopefully next week we'll we'll talk to you guys about maybe a potential for a new sponsor we're pretty excited about um and uh working on a couple more and um i hope you guys liked the fact that we we're on twitch this week we're gonna try to keep that up and see how that goes uh gavin got a lot of comments about his fake tiger stripe but that's only because we showed you finally what the proper tiger stripe is going to look that's like right. um but nothing's going to compare to that anyways but i love the tiger stripe that you have that one comes from ryan, ryan sexton, sexton. Uh, asc yeah. uh so he whipped this up for uh for the crew cast and crew and and uh i'm wearing that this evening and it is uh today's his birthday i believe 
So nice. Ryan Sexton, wow, happy birthday, time. my friend. Yeah, Nice. I hope someone's cooking for him tonight. Uh, Last of Us on HBO is good, says George. Hey. We started watching that. We're one or two episodes, and it seems okay. Um... Yeah, I guess that's it. All right. Well, listen, we'll let you guys go. For all of you guys that are new to watching us uh, or listening to us as a podcast, thank you guys for checking us out. And uh, if you guys want to follow us on anywhere that you get your podcast from, that would be great. If you want to hit like and share on your way out, especially if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and you'll see our premiere is going to happen tomorrow at 7. So that's great. Thanks, Gavin, for being on the program. Great to be here, folks. Great to be back in studio and chatting with you guys on both the internet, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, now I'm going to have to make myself a Twitch account so I can follow there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. And again, as Todd said, make sure you hit like and share. We appreciate your support every week. Yep. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. As well. And because Joe Kimson lost trivia or uh, lost tonight on... Uh Price is right. He will not be here next week. So it's my we'll punish- it's my punishment for losing. <laughs> Thanks everyone for tuning in. We hope to see you next week. Like and share, share and like, listen and learn and live and love and stuff. Live, we'll laugh, see- love. Uh-huh. We'll see everybody uh, in a week or two. Till then, pew pew. See you guys. <laughs>